<laughs> Black Friday, Weissman and Oz, Black Friday edition. However you may be listening, you can either listen on the I-95 Sports Network website, revamped yet again. What I love about this company, they don't, they never are satisfied. You can just keep working at it. Or you can type in the phone number, which is 1605-562-8001. Press 5 to join the conversation. Harold, how was your Thanksgiving? It was wonderful. Um, Aside from, actually, no, that was fun. Uh, I get up in the morning, go play a little turkey bowl. Actually, had time. The gym was open yesterday. You played turkey ball? Turkey football. You got to play. It's you play football? Yeah. Who do you play football with? Of course. Uh, some people from high school. Honestly, we see them. I see them once a year. And, um, yeah, see you next week. Uh, see you next year, guys. Or maybe you see you out and about. Sure, but, Thank um, you. Appreciate the invite. I didn't know you played football. See, I, I look at you and I, I just don't think you're structured to play football. I didn't know you were, you're interested I in I love that. football. I, I didn't. I do a life and another show. I talk about football. I, I don't know if you could play football. Could you play football? I, I can't play football. I don't know about that. that. That You also just told me you can play 2K, but then again, I have doubts about that as well. Um, gym was open. Had to get my workout in there. Um, like Mike Commodore always says, going to lift up the iron. Um Vikings Detroit was competitive, the only but not good game. competitive. The only good game but was yesterday. And it wasn't that competitive, so that was a little bit. Um, DraftKings was very kind to me yesterday, especially in the Chargers-Cowboys game. We're going to get deep into that. Basically an elimination game, if you ask me, uh, as odd as that sounds. And then, Stephen, we had the wonderful, thank God. Oh, thank Lord. Uh, you know, having a few glasses of wine last night, um, or, you know, few bottles it doesn't matter it's the same thing I, I passed that earlier i don't even remember watching halftime last night thank god because i looked at the score this morning i'm like you have got to be kidding me zero points for the zero touchdowns from the offense really did you expect anything anything uh more after shepherd went down with a migraine um and you know kirk cousins just just got through it it's not like they were healthy either i i think they were down they, they had as many offensive linemen as the Giants did well they had no prior yesterday and the running back Thompson's hurt, but thank God, uh, Samajay Pirine. Oh, oh Samajay Pirine. That's the guy. Remember, that's the guy I wanted for the Giants. Yeah. Back in the draft, obviously, uh, Wayne Goldman isn't, uh, you know, Samajay Pirine. Goldman is okay. He's a good compliment to Ar- Orleans Darkwell. Yeah, I guess. Um, But he uh, – let's stick on the game. Um, I guess we'll go back – let's go backwards from night Johnny. to the day. What would you expect? I didn't expect it. I thought they would cover the number. That's one thing I thought they would do. Um, I on Twitter last night. I heard people joking around about it, like that was the only entertaining part of the game that was left. Because I mean, think about it. Pryor and Thompson, Stephen, the two guys that you mentioned, Thompson, who had been fantastic this year, is out for the year, and Pryor, who had been probably one of the more disappointing free agent signings. I, I mean, he got double digit numbers. Yeah. Um, I think he got thirteen million dollars. If I, if, if I'm not incorrect, he was probably one of the biggest disappointments. He's out, out for the year. They don't even have – going on defense real quick, they don't even have Josh Norman. Did they not have him last night? Norman wasn't playing he last night. Not, seriously, this, that's the thing about the short week, and that's why people want to get rid of Thursday night football. Uh, if it's on a Sunday night, if it's on, if it's on a Sunday or on a Thursday, I would get rid of the Thursday games except for Thanksgiving. Uh, that would be the only exception. I, I As selfish as I want to say, like, I like the games, I, I – it's diluting. Not, it is, but, you know, this is the problem, though. The product isn't that great because, God, you know, I mean, people are playing a lack of certain people who would be playing on Sunday are not playing on Thursday. You know, Sterling Shepard, he might have been playing on a Sunday. Um, Tyron Smith might have been closer to 100% on a Sunday. You know, so. Yeah, but, you know, Giants, they had no excuses yesterday. The offensive line was absolutely. I mean, they always have excuses. They don't have their three best receivers. Of course, they have excuses. They weren't even playing well when they had their three best receivers. Well, that was going into week two. But even just saying, the offensive line was not that good. Chad Wheeler was awful yesterday. Yeah, he gets rookie of the week one. Gets rookie of the week last week, and he, he throws up a L the next week. But they're hurt. Justin Pugh's not even playing right now. Well, they're all hurt, Steven. That actually might help the Giants a little bit because it might bring down his value a little bit. I'm like, stop playing. Justin Pugh, stop playing right tackle. The dollar, I keep, keep seeing the dollar signs going up. But, I, no, I, you know, something that's kind of gone under the radar of how bad the Giants have been. He, he still played decent enough last night. Eric Flowers hasn't given up. I, I didn't watch the game last night. Yeah, too much of it. a rough penalty, rough holding penalty at one, on one call. He, he's been playing pretty well. 
Um, that's not to say I, I would be comfortable with him being my left tackle again next year. I think Nate Solder is the only guy out there for the free agency. Yeah, uh, I think that's the only guy out there. He's old, though. Yeah, but we said that about Whitworth last year, and look what Whitworth has done for the Rams. I mean, you can argue he's been the MVP. Um, I would go out and try oh. to get a guy like that. I know, but listen, and a left tackle makes the engine go. I mean, look what look what a healthy Tyron Smith had done for Dak before, and we're going to get into that too, whether that's Zeke or Dak or, or the defense being on there too too long and getting exposed, but there's a lot to talk about today. Um, no, I think – you know, you're kind of seeing it a little bit, and you saw it last week, um, Stephen. Something we didn't even get into was last week's game when they beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs had no business losing that game, obviously. The Chiefs, you can see coming down a little bit. Your Super Bowl pick from last week, from midseason predictions. <laughs> At this point, I don't think they're going to win the division. Um, I could say the same for my Super Bowl winner that I made a few weeks ago, but that's more of injuries. Steve, I, it's, I mean, it's over. Just. Well, you mentioned the Chiefs possibly not winning their division now. I mean, look at the team that played yesterday that went into Dallas. I did not expect Phil Rivers to have such a good game. Oh, he was fired up. That's one of the things I love about Phil Rivers the most. He is what they did a they did a list on ESPN of like things you don't like instead of ranking the top passing yards, touchdowns. You know, who's the biggest trash talker? I think Phil Rivers was number two or one on that list. It was like him, Rogers, uh, I don't know who else, but Philip Rivers was top five on that list. The guy gets fired up. And the guy actually has weapons now. Because in the past few years, what he does is amazing because the guy had no weapons. Everyone was hurt. He was having guys, Stephen, like Eddie Royal and Dontrell Inman. You know, all of a sudden, Keenan Allen is is healthy. Keenan Allen was incredible. Keenan Allen was incredible yesterday. The Cowboys don't have – you know, I got a buddy, older guy. He's seen the Cowboys at their highest level. He said they're they're – secondary has been bad for a better part of a decade. This secondary, Stephen, what was the most successful factor of the, of the Cowboys last season? Their secondary? No. Their whole defense? All their no, no. Offensive line? No. Oh, Everything was good about the Cowboys. No. Okay, okay, but what was the engine that made it go? What was the reason why the defense wasn't on the field that much that so they wouldn't get exposed? The running game. And Dak Prescott. Dak, in literally three weeks, has gone from one of the better quarterbacks in the league to statistically the worst quarterback in the league. He has six interceptions or five interceptions in the last two games. I I have to apologize to everyone. I thought it was the offensive line. I thought you can put anywhere behind the offensive line, and Dak would still have success, and any running back would still have success. That's not the case. Um, one thing I do have to say, the Cowboys have to go into the next season because they're done. I, I think they're done. I don't think they're coming back. I, I don't think nine – I think ten wins is the minimum, Steven, to get you into the playoffs in the NFC. One thing the Cowboys have to go in and looking for is a wide receiver. Because they need an elite wide receiver. I don't think that helps them. I'm trying to take a shot at Des Bryant. You're not catching on, are you? I, I, I get what you're saying, but it's not Des's fault. It's not Des's fault, but the point is they don't have weapons. They don't. I mean, Jason Witten's 500 years old. How much longer can he go on? Cole Beasley's useless, and you have to get guys on the outside. Terrence Williams is okay. Des Bryant, they're trying to force the ball to him. To it's a not guy that biggest, the, not not biggest issue right now. That's not the biggest issue I mean, right it's now. one of them. It's, it's one not, of them. It's not like they don't have – you know, it's not like the Giants have, the, you know, one issue with the offensive. They got a lot. Cowboys have a lot of issues. There's one team in this in that division that don't have a lot of issues. You can point out nitpick things here or there with the Eagles, and that's it. Redskins have a lot of issues. Cowboys have a lot of issues. That whole division is, is trending towards Philly for a very long time. Even if the Cowboys did have some good offensive receivers, good wide receivers. It would help. It would help, but it wouldn't put that over the top. That wouldn't give them to the next step. I because could, Dak Prescott is not that great of a quarterback. I, I beg to differ. I Listen, I think Dak's, Dak was at his highest level last year when Dez wasn't there. When he wasn't forcing the ball into Dez. When he didn't feel pressure. Steven, he's... He's at the top for as many targets in the league as anyone else. I think the reason why Prescott is not doing what he was doing last year is because Ezekiel Elliott is not there. You need that complimentary running game. Their strongest weapon is the running game. And the passing just helps. Yeah, I, I mean, Zeke's a part of it, obviously. Zeke's a big part of it. Um, also, you saw Zach Martin go down in the middle of that game, guard out of Notre Dame. Uh, that definitely didn't help. So now you had no Zach Martin. Uh, the right side's still a liability with Leal Collin. And, you know, Tyron Smith was not 100%. So they literally had every opportunity. Or the Chargers, the Chargers were, like, foaming, foaming at the mouth last night like dogs. I had Philip Rivers is probably the most underappreciated quarterback 
that I have ever seen. Because the guy hasn't been to a Super Bowl, the guy hasn't been to an AFC Championship game. But all he does is just keep succeeding. I think that's a playoff. I, I looked at the schedule today. They're five and six. The Chargers are five and six. Eight, now. eight wins. Could you? I think they got. They'll be at worst nine and seven. If you look at their schedule, they got the Browns at home. Uh, they ha- they're at the Jets. They got the Raiders at home, and they're at the Chiefs. There's one game I'm forgetting about. It's an easy home game. Um, oh God, I- I'll think of it eventually. The the, char- the Chargers are five and six. Five and six. The Ravens are five and five. They've yet to play. They'll play on Monday against the Texans. If the Ravens is, is where's that game? Is it, it's I in Baltimore. That's a win, I believe. So I would say Baltimore is probably going to win that game. If if the Ravens do lose, Chargers have a playoff spot. They're tied for that six seed. Well, I think they have a playoff spot either way. I, I blew it on the Jets. I, I mean, they, they you can't lose to Ryan Fitzpatrick and try to come back and make the playoffs. So, but I believe it's the I don't know who the Chargers are tied with. The Ravens and some one other team for that sixth seed right now. I oh, and then you got factor Tennessee in there. Um, yeah, I think they're they think, I think they're a lock in the five seed. Um, I have it right here for you, Steve. Uh, they're okay. Who's, so who's that other team that's in between the Buffalo? You talking about? Yeah, is it Buffalo? Yeah. All right. So this is this is how it's going right now, and I think Buffalo Buffalo goes to, I believe they go to Kansas City. Yes, they do. So I think that. So I think they will be five and six. Miami, I'm just taking out of the equation. Yeah, they're horrible. So I would, I don't want to keep Buffalo in the equation, but I guess I kind of have to. And the Jets, I'll just leave in there just for the hell of it. Um. So let's see, Baltimore, who has left in the schedule? Uh, they got home against the Texans, home against the Lions on an easy game, at Pittsburgh, at Cleveland, home against the Colts, and home against the Bengals. I mean, all you need is, uh, you need four wins. So I think you get one tonight. One against the Browns, I think those are givens. Can we consider home against the Colts on a Saturday? Yeah. Sat- I miss those Saturday games. Eight and you still get them day before Christmas Eve. So they're eight and five there. You know, I put them at eight wins. Then you have tough game. I don't think you're winning in Pittsburgh. I'm not even sure they're winning home against the Lions. The Lions are a tough team. That's a listen. I think that was more Vikings than bad Lions last night or yesterday. You know, we can get into that game now since we. Mentioned it, and I think okay. I think the Ravens could possibly just. I would rather see the the Chargers. I think the Chargers are the biggest threat to the Patriots if they're in the playoffs. Um, but you know we can come back to that as as time goes along. Stephen, oh, I don't know about that. I think Pittsburgh is up there. Pittsburgh. This is weird. I've explained this triangle to you, and I stand by it. And there's this weird triangle where the Steelers the, can't beat the Patriots. The Patriots can't beat the Chiefs, and for the life of the Chiefs, the Chiefs they can't beat the Steelers. I, I don't know what it is. So we've seen it over the past few years, and it's That's it's weird. real. It's real. Um, Stephen, now switching over to the NFC, the Vikings. I think we got to stop. Um, I think are we are we a hundred one thousand percent sure that Case Keenum isn't good? Is he, um, he's twenty nine years old, right? Is, is he? I, I think I was he's about 20, to ask he's, you. 29 years old, and I think he stole Sam Bradford's job away from him. Well, Sam Bradford is also on the IR. Well, or even Teddy Bridgewater, if you want to say that. Well, I mean, you can't see. There's just no possible way that you can sit him right now. You can't sit Case Keenum right now. Over 500-something yards in the past two games. Yeah. I I mean, the guy has been fantastic. And I'm watching the game, Stephen, and he passes the eye test. You know, because you would look at the numbers and say, well, he's got – Two great, the best wide receiver tandem in the whole league, and he's got Kyle Rudolph, who's a top five tight end, and he's got that, you know, the bruising runner and Latavius Murray, and then a guy, you know, when I mean, they remind me a lot. That running game does remind me of the Giants a lot from 2007. Uh, you know, they have that Giants had the big bruising Brandon Jacobs. Um, Vikings have it with Murray. The Giants had that, you know, small, quick running back in Ahmad Bradshaw. They have it in Jarek McKinnon. I mean, they're still succeeding without what they thought was going to be the starting quarterback and starting running back. But, Stephen, all I see is that you got to get the ball to those receivers, don't you? All oh, yeah. I see is accuracy. I didn't see one bad throw from Case Keenan yesterday. And even the Rams said it last week. You know, we just keep waiting for Case Keenan to make a mistake. It never happened. If Case Keenum isn't making mistakes, I don't think he's as good as Alex Smith was in the last, in the last couple of years because I think he's getting older. He's deteriorating a little bit. But I think he's on that level with better receivers than Alex Smith ever had, and a better defense. I, I mean, the defense is 
and I, I'll just let Xavier Rhodes get away with that because I think he's a premier cornerback, but he got beat up yesterday. Mm-hmm. That that team doesn't care about home field advantage. They can go into Philadelphia and win in the freezing cold. I think they could. I think that would be one heck of a game. Minnesota. I didn't expect Minnesota to be where they are right now. I think. No, with, I thought I thought they have a chance for playoffs, but not this good. With the help, not only is Keenum playing, you know, as high as he is, they have weapons. Stephon Diggs. It's the best best tandem in the league. Adam Thielen. I can't. Like I, I didn't expect Thielen to have this good of a season. Did you? You know, I thought he was. I always like thought he, was, comp- he has over a thousand yards. I thought he was pretty good. I mean, I thought he was more of a two. Now he looks like a one A, even a one. Um. I guess, you know what? Mm. Even Rudolph had a great game against Detroit. Would you take the Steelers wide receivers or the Vikings? Because I'm having – I'm seriously having trouble. They have the best wide receiver in the league, Give and I'm having the trouble. Vikings. Yeah. Give I'm, me the Vikings over the Steelers. I mean, back. I think Juju Smith was a nice nice compliment to Antonio Brown, but, I mean, if we're comparing – He had a, a, rough, a rough week last week. Yeah, but if you're comparing Antonio Brown and Adam Thielen, fine, I'll take Brown. But, That's I no, mean, you no take brainer. Stephon Diggs or Juju Smith. I'm taking Diggs. And then Martavius Bryant has his own issues, but they have the best one. Steven, this is the problem I have with the Philadelphia Eagles. Why are we going into the Eagles yet? We're, to- we're talking about the NFC as a landscape. I know, but Minnesota's just... Well, because I, this is this is the thing. This is the thing. Minnesota has the best defense in the league. I believe so. You, eh. aside, the... aside from Jacksonville. No, I don't see it. Philly, I feel... Philly has a top five defense this year. I, I see a lot of Dallas and Philly. I, I really do. I see a, a team that... They're playing, very... up, playing more than the... Because I see a lot of ball control on the offensive side of the ball. So, you know, the defense isn't getting exposed. I think they have a real good pass rush. I think Ronald Darby's a nice corner. I just don't think they have the pieces in a playoff game to go up against a Drew Brees, to go up against a, uh, a Jared Goff. And we're going to see that soon, too. They're playing each other, I believe. Yeah, they're playing each other soon as well. This is the problem I've had with the Eagles this year because everyone keeps talking about how they're the favorite, and they should be the favorite. <clears throat> Let me look at the defenses Carson Wentz has faced. The Redskins, the Chiefs, okay, I'll give that to you. The Giants, we know how bad they've been this year. The Chargers, Chargers, Chargers fight the best passers in the league, but they were a mess in the beginning of the season. Cardinals, Panthers, i got to give them credit for that. That is a legit defense on the road. i got to give Carson Wentz a pat on the back for that one. Redskins, again, 49ers, come on. The Broncos have just given up. And then the Cowboys. Um, Now they go into Seattle in two weeks, but... That's not the same defense without the two anchors, Sherman and Chancellor. They have the Rams. That will be interesting. Giants, Raiders, and then they have the Cowboys. So they're facing. They have a favorable schedule. They do. And I think they're losing either to Seattle or to the – I don't think they win both of those games. So you could pencil them for a second loss. And, I mean, if they have everything wrapped up, I could just see them sitting everybody against the Cowboys, and, and that that would make three. But that's if they have it. I think at 14 and 13 and 2, I think they might have everything wrapped up. Because Minnesota, we're talking about easy schedules. Minnesota, they're at Atlanta, at Carolina, back-to-back weeks. And they have the Bengals, and at Green Bay, and then the Bears. So I I, I don't see anyone catching the number one seed. Even the reason, reason why I brought the Eagles up is because I haven't really seen them face any adversity this year. Um, if you go up against even a Vikings team that has Everson Griffin and Limbo Joseph on that line, and you're not going to have Jason Peters at the left tackle position, it's going to be good. It's good. I'm really excited about this, this NFC playoff because it's underrated. Can we just go back to what I said in the summer? Yeah, I, I didn't give you full credit for it. Um, I think you were trying what to – What did I say in the, in, in, you in did. the summer? You said, what did I say? You, you said Carson wants to be a top three quarterback in the NFC, and, and he's, he's going to be the MVP. Um, he's the number one quarterback in the NFL. I this still year. think I still think you're you're trying to blow smoke up my you know what so but I'll let that go. I'm gonna give you credit where credit is deserved to be due. Um, I love it. It feels good. He's still only my hero for Aaron Judge, but and um, still only for the Jets win. Um, Stephen, uh, I see a lot of Cowboys in this Eagles team. I see a young quarterback about to go into his first playoff. Not as good as a running game as Dak had last year. Not as good as an offensive line, especially without Jason Peters that Dak had last year. I do think the defense from a talent level is better. They have Fletcher Cox. They have Brandon Graham. They have legit pass rushers on that line. Um, but I, if a, if a Saints team goes in there with that quarterback... Did, the Saints are another team we have to talk about. Yeah, let's just go we, down with it. No, because this Saints team, eight in a row, 
Yeah, I, and you know it's not like they've been. And we're talk, we talked about how the Eagles have faced a lack of adversity, and the Saints have have run into it. The Saints yeah. have have done it on purpose, and they have legit wins too. I mean, the Philadelphia Philly, I would say they have one legit win, and that's at Carolina on a Thursday night. If you look at New Orleans, I mean, I have to consider last week a legit win because that Washington team is a team that's just giving everyone trouble. I mean, they give, they beat Seattle in Seattle. Um, you know, they did give trouble to Philly for three quarters. They're having guys step up. Like, Doxon has been great. Talking about the Saints? Oh, I thought you were talking about the Redskins. No, but, no, no, no. But, it's, um, you know, the Lions, I mean, they destroyed the Lions. Going to that De- or going to Miami, or they didn't go to Miami. They went to London. They've had legit. I mean, they just tramped on the Panthers, and Stephen, they're legit. And for the first time in almost a decade, the Saints have a really, really good defense. Yeah, and it's not only the defense that's you know giving teams trouble. It's the Camara. It's the Ingram. It's you know even Michael Thomas isn't even having a good that great of a season, but he. Buckeye. guy. Buckeye. You know, he's been good. Um, and Drew Brees honestly hasn't even had that great of a season, but he's making it work. Yeah, I, I don't think he – you know, this is the thing. The thing is, over the past decade, he's had to be great. He's had to be better than great. He's, he's had good. to be on a Tom Brady level. And, you know, he's still good. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he doesn't play the type of style of ball that, you know, Cam Newton plays. So, he, he lasts longer. I mean, look at Brady. Um, you know, we are being spoiled – by Tom Brady and Drew Brees, and, and we were spoiled by Peyton Manning for as long as these guys go. Um, they're not supposed to go this long. It's incredible. Drew Brees has a running game. Drew Brees has an uh, has a defense. You know, this is not two things that we're used to seeing Drew Brees have. So the fact that Drew Brees has these things, he doesn't have to throw the ball 50 times at 500 yards with five touchdowns. He doesn't have to have games like he had against the Giants a couple years ago that ended 52-49. to 49. That's the best running back tandem in the league. Kamara is legit. Ingram shows – I mean, Kamara – Ingram is good in the red zone. Kamara was actually with – um, yeah, Kamara was with Adam Shine on, on Mad Dog Radio. Our boy Adam Shine. Ah, ah, wow, I grew up on Loud Mouth. Um, Kamara was on with him. And once AP got traded, Ingram texted him. This is Kamara. I quote – uh, Ingram texted him, you know, now we got a ball. And they balled ever since. I mean, we knew AP didn't fit into that offense. We knew they were holding back an Alvin Kamara. We knew they were holding back a Mark Ingram. And they were holding back the Saints, Saints offense in general. This is legit. Steven, if Philly's the favorite, I see one, two, and the third team that we're going to get into now, legit threats. The Patriots, I think, have a cakewalk to the Super Bowl. The Philly, Philadelphia has anything but. Yeah, uh. We'll see. As I see these college football scores on top of your, you know, that intrigues me. Oh, wow, look at this. Wow, okay. Uh-huh. All right, keep going. All right, you want to move on to the Rams? I'm gonna... Rams are Rams are great, too. I mean, I think uh, I think it was a big blow to Robert Woods. Yeah. That That's huge. I mean, they're going to have to have guys like Sammy Watkins step up. Even, you know, Cooper Cup. Yeah, no, I like this Rams team. I just don't think, I think it's, we can put Vikings, the Eagles, and the Saints on the elite level, and I think the Rams are just a notch above, below it because of how young that that they are. And Robert Boyd is also going to be out for a few weeks. That really does hurt him. He was playing really, really well over the past few years. Playing well for my fantasy team. <laughs> that blue too. Um, yeah, no, Rams. I think I honestly think they win that division, especially now. Yeah, with I Seattle. With I don't think Seattle makes the playoffs. Really? I don't think they do. You don't think they get the fifth or the sixth seed? I think it's ten wins. I think I think ten wins is needed, and you know we can go we can go down the line with it. I mean, Carolina has seven wins, and you know I don't think Cam Newton's playing. I don't think Cam Newton's a great quarterback, but he's playing really well. well I'm not. You know. You know how I am. I'm not a huge Cam fan. Um, and I don't think Atlanta's really even playing that well. Also, no, I don't think so. See, let's. I think the Eagles, or excuse me, I think the Rams, and they have the Saints at home. I think they win that game, put them at eight. Um, they win at the Cardinals. I think they win that game, puts them at nine. All they would have to do is get one more win between the Eagles, the Seahawks, the Titans, and the 49ers. And you could pencil them. You might be able to pencil them down as 11, 12 wins. Yeah. I think they win that division. Um, the team behind them? The Panthers. No, I mean, no, no. The, oh. the Seahawks. In oh, that yeah, division. Yeah. The team oh, behind in that division, them. yeah. Um, 
I'm not so sure that the Seahawks the Seahawks have him again at home. I don't think they beat him. What happened to your MVP? He's been playing well. He played well. What are you talking about? There's no he's now officially he has no defense. There's no secondary on that team. They had to re sign Byron Maxwell. So if they do end up making playoffs, it's because of Russell Wilson. Dude, two fifty every week he's not he's not only the best, obviously you know, he's going to be the leading passer every week. He's the leading rusher every single week. He's seen seven carries. So you're saying I shouldn't start J.D. McKissick this week? No, I wouldn't start J.D. What's he's, the alternative? I don't have one because <laughs> I I lost someone. I forgot who, but yeah. I had to pick him up. It was so important, but you forgot who it was. It was a blow because it doesn't help my fantasy team. Um, That's for another day. Steven, they got the 49ers. I'll put, that puts them at seven. They got the Eagles. I don't know if they are. Yeah, I don't know if they win that game. I don't think they win at at Jacksonville either. Um, they have the Rams. That's a tough game at the Cowboys. I think that could be a W on the Cardinals. Steven, I see nine wins. I mean, they they're at six right now. They got to win three, and they have three really tough games. Um, the Panthers. I'm not, I like that defense. I think that front. I think that front seven is the best in the league. I'm not a huge Cam Newton fan. Um, yeah. the guy. I, I see the clock. I see the clock. Don't yell at me. You know, you yell at me, and I don't, I don't appreciate it. Um, they have at the Jets, they have at the Saints, and they have home against the – I mean, they got a tough schedule too, but I think they could get three – I mean, tell me if you see three wins in here. At the Jets. Win. At the Saints. Loss. Uh, home against the Vikings. I'm going to cut that as a loss. Home against the Packers. Win. Home against the Buccaneers, Win. and that's three wins right there. I think ten gets. I think ten is the clinching factor because I don't think anyone else. Ten, ten has to get you in. That's the thing. Um, and then Atlanta, who's at six and four, <laughs> have to. Uh, home against the Bucks, Steve. Steve. Um, that's home, a win. Um, home against the Vikings. That's a loss. I don't think. Uh, I don't think they lose that. Home against the Saints. Series. Saints. Home against the Saints. Win. At the Bucks, win. At the Saints, loss. Uh, home against the Panthers, win. I think it's a win. So it's one, two, three, four wins. So I think Atlanta gets in. Um, yeah, I, I think this this NFC stacked more than probably the first time since like 2009 when the Giants got left out with 10 wins. If you remember that, um, you know I'm really excited, and uh, you know we're gonna get in more in the AFC. And we're gonna actually get get into our picks as well, Stephen. Even though we did miss three games last night, but uh, Western Oz on a Black Friday edition on 95 Sports Network. Introducing the SD Podcast Channel, your one-stop source for all types of podcasts. We are always on the look for new podcasts to join our channel. If there is any topic you would like to discuss, contact us now. We could be reached on all social media such as Facebook, Twitter, and/or Instagram. You can also contact us by email or leave us a voicemail at 516-570-9248. So make sure to contact us now so you can start your podcast soon. <laughs> Back with you, White and Oz, on a Black Friday edition on the I-95 Sports Network. Number to call is 1605-562-8001. Or you can listen on the new revamped, again, revamped website on the I-95SportsNetwork.com. Um, and you can also find, if you're interested in different shows on the network as well, um, you can find them on the website too. Uh, we are all family. Thanksgiving. Just like Thanksgiving. Steven, you know what time it is? What time is it? <laughs> this is... Oh, I, I can't say it on the air. Just, just go with it. See, what's the first game? Well, besides the three games from yesterday... Yeah, we went three and off. Yeah, I, we were, in, we were, all, in all honesty, I went two and uh, In my own mind, I, I went two and one. And um, I went one and two. That's why I thought the time... Oh, you actually do the pick em I do. Oh, okay. it's, it's not two it's not uh, just a pick em. Oh, that's... Why would you think the Giants were going to win that game yesterday? Come on. I thought, I didn't think they were going to win the Chiefs game, too. I yeah. think the Chiefs will win that one. I didn't one. think they were going to win two in a row. All right, get on with it. Falcons. Buccaneers at Falcons. Falcons favored by 11 and a half points. Steven, this is the first game Atlanta finally looks like Atlanta. This defense is at the bottom of the league in passing yards and rushing. Um, this defense is just flat out terrible. And... All right, Brian Fitzpatrick winning three games. Just, I don't see a scenario for that. But 11 and a half, I'll, I'll take that with the Falcons. Give me the Falcons. Yeah, I'm going to take the Falcons, too. I think that um, they win by at least two touchdowns here. Tampa's just awful. Uh, the next game is 
Cleveland at Cincinnati. Cincinnati favored by nine and a half points. I think I'm going to go with Cincinnati here, but I think Cleveland's itching to get on the board with the win. Um, yeah, I think Cleveland always gives Cincinnati a hard time. Andy Dalton, for some reason, just has trouble. He has trouble with all the teams in, in his division, but um, yeah, I'll take Cleveland to cover the nine and a half. Yeah, I think I think Cincinnati wins by a touchdown. Absolutely. Next game, Tennessee at Indianapolis. Colts favorite? No, Titans favorite by three points. I think so. Give me this, Stephen, as the upset special. Uh, I think the Colts win this game. I think the Colts. Marcus Mariota keeps saying his hamstring is not healthy. That worries me. Um, so I'm going to take the and the Colts at home give these teams trouble. They gave Pittsburgh trouble a couple weeks ago, and I think they get the job done now with Tennessee. I don't think Tennessee's a great team. Yeah, I'm going to pick the Titans to win this one. They're not as good as they were last year. I think that's mostly due to Mariota's health. But overall, I, I just don't think the Colts are really that good. I, I mean, I do like Jacoby Brissett, but yeah, I'm just going to go Tennessee here. Next game, we have Buffalo at Kansas City. Chiefs favored by 10.5 points. Errol? Uh, give me the Buffalo Bills to cover. Yeah. 10.5 um, is a lot. Last time we saw Taylor was in Kansas City, almost 300 yards passing and rushing touchdowns. Taylor starting? Yes, he is. Um, almost 300 yards passing with a couple of touchdowns last time he was in Kansas City. All he does is make plays. All he does is play well. I'm not. I'm actually not sure about Kelvin. I know Kelvin Benjamin got hurt last week, but uh, nonetheless, I mean, who are the Chiefs? Who are we kicking? The Chiefs lost to the Giants last week. Off a bye. Off a bye. Andy Reid team lost to the Giants. Um, give me the 10 and a half points. I think that's a lot. All right. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Chiefs here as well. The next game, well, Dolphins. You're, you're taking the Chiefs to win. Yeah, I said that. All right, yeah. but I'm taking the Bills to cover. So oh. don't, don't act like you're agreeing. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. I'm get, you're getting your – it's week 11. Is it week, it's week 12. Next, with next game is the – Dolphins at Patriots. Patriots favored by 17 and a half. No, 17. You know my brother's going to this game? In New England? <laughs> Why? Um, I mean, my, his in-laws have a house out there. So they, you know, they're saying to him. So, um, You're going to see a blowout victory. From yeah, the and I, I just don't. I'm not going to say they cover it. I'm, I'm going to say Dolphins cover it. No. That's a big, that's a big. Story. Yeah, I just, I think it's the Patriots. And, and I think, I see this as being like one of those backdoor covers. Um, Dolphins score late, couple of the points. Uh, give me the Dolphins to cover. I think they, they'll get up to this game. Next game is the Panthers at Jets. Panthers favored by five. Give me the Panthers to win, but the Jets cover. I think the Jets win this game coming off the bye. I told you I'm not a huge fan of Cam Newton. I think the Jets defense is the type of defense. Darren Lee is a spy with that with the uh, guys at the in the middle of the offense or the defensive line with Sheldon, excuse me, with Leonard Williams, with Muhammad Wilkerson, Coney Ely rushing the passer, and these two safeties, man, are going to be special for a decade. Give me – this is the type of defense to beat Cam, and I get Cam's coming off the bye as well, but I like the Jets in this game. Give me the Jets to win outright. Next game, Chicago at Philadelphia. Eagles favored by 14.5 points. Yeah, it's a lot of points. Um, I know Leonard Floyd just got placed on the IR for the Bears, so I still think this defense is good enough to cover 14 points. Um, this defense is tough. You can run the ball in Philly a little bit. I think they and they have two running backs, two dynamic running backs, uh, and Jordan Howard and three Cohen, so I think the Bears cover these 14 match points. I still think Philly wins the game. I'm going to say Eagles win it all the way. I don't like the Bears here in Philadelphia. I think Carson Wentz is just – I I, became, I tweeted I tweeted the other day. As a Giants fan, it's hard to say. I love Carson Wentz so much. Let's go on next game. <laughs> yeah, what well, so, big spreads this week, huh? Seattle at San Francisco. Seattle favored by a touchdown. Who do you got? Who start? Do we know who's starting in this game or Kyle Shanahan? Probably Blaine Gabbert. Blaine Gabbert, really? I, I would think so. Oh, Blaine Gabbert's starting for the 49ers. I'm not, Blaine... I, I, I'm not positive. I think he is. Oh, really? It's weird because he started for the Cardinals last week. I didn't know that oh, he... Oh, right, right, right. Oh, God. Steven, Jimmy Garoppolo or C.J. Beathard is what I was asking about. Um, Either way, the 49ers gave him some trouble last week. Yeah, no, yeah, that's what I want to do to you, too. 49ers gave him some trouble last week. Um, I think they'll get... Or not last week, week two at the beginning of the season. I think they give him trouble again. I think Garoppolo will be starting if he's not already. If Kyle Shannon has done it already, they're coming off a bye, so they have more time to prepare. I think 49ers cover the spread. 
Seahawks win by a field goal. 27, really? 24, yeah. I think, so. I think Seahawks win it at least by a touchdown or two. Yeah, well, what do you know? I clearly you, thought Blaine, you thought Blaine Gabbert was still on the 49ers. I clearly don't know a lot, but Russell Wilson will find out. If they want to make a push for the playoffs, even though you probably he, think he, the chances gonna, are over. He's going to have to play like an MVP. He, he's going to pad his numbers. It's not like Wentz is going to be running away numbers-wise. He'll pad his numbers now. I just need J.D. McKissick to go off this week. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. <laughs> well, next game is Denver at Oakland. Two horrible teams. Um, Raiders favored by four and a half. In Oakland, so. Paxton Lynch's first start. Was Oakland coming up. Did he ever start last year at all, Paxton Lynch? Yes, he did. He lost at home against the Falcons. Right. Um, uh, four and a half points. Give me the, give me Bron- the Raiders. Give me Broncos cover. Raiders win, I think. First start for Paxton Lynch against a bad defense. I think he'll move the ball a little bit. Uh, I, if this defense could just give any effort, I mean, they could win. But uh, I'll just take the Raiders to win. Broncos cover four and a half. Yeah, I'm going to take Oakland here. Uh, I, I don't know what to expect out of Paxton Lynch. But. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a big mystery, man. You know what? These next few weeks is going to tell us whether the Broncos draft another quarterback or not. Next game. Uh, what time is this game at? This is a 425. Oh, it's on uh, national. Is it on Fox? It, I assume it is. Oh, is this on national TV? Oh, God, I hope so. Come on, give it to me. Give it to me. Thanks, at Rams. Rams favored by a point. It's the pick em. Oh, come on. They got to lose. They had, they got to lose eventually. It's been eight straight. They're on the road. Man, Rams aren't that good of a home team. They they were undefeated on the road up until last week, so they're not a great home team. I think they're going to go in this game prepared and fired up for the Saints. This is going to be the game of the week. I believe it is. It's not already on Fox, the game of the American game of the week. Give me the Rams to win at home against the Saints. Got to lose eventually, right? I just chose my pick. <laughs> I switched my pick. I originally had the Rams. But oh. so I'm going to go with the Saints. Okay. Why? I mean, I like that they're still on eight. They've won eight straight. I think they have, took a big blow to the Woods injury. Oh, that is it. And they need Sammy Watkins to step uh, up. They need. I think the Saints are just too good right now. I'm thinking about it. Now, you know, if Farrell Cooper is pretty good, I think you're going to see flashes of him now. Give me the same. I'll stick with the Rams. Next game is the Jaguars going into Arizona. Jaguars favored by five and a half. Do you know who's starting for the Cardinals? Is it Case Keenum? No. Please, driver. I think it's time for a new cover. I think it's time to get some sleep. Yeah, I don't don't get sleep ever. Um, Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, developing story, Juju Smith-Schuster. Oh, come on. I can't catch a break. Juju Smith-Schuster is out with a hamstring injury on Sunday against the Packers, um, yeah. what is the ne- which is the next game. Uh, Blaine Gabbert. Well, we didn't even go with the Jaguars Cardinals yet. Is it, I mean, what's I know Jaguars, but it's in Arizona. That's the thing. That doesn't matter to me. Five and a half points. Hey, listen, it could be on Mark. Blaine Gabbert starting for the Cardinals. That's all I care about. And going up against the team that drafted them, actually. I think people forget about that. Um, this is going to be a blowout. Uh, oh, come on. Next. Next. All right. The best defense in the league, Steve. Sunday night game. Packers going into Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh favored by 15. All right. Well, now I'm going to take the Packers to cover. Where's that game? In Pittsburgh. No, now I'll take the Packers to cover. They're going to be down a wide receiver. Aside from last week, they played really, really well. And I don't think I shut out last week. They got shot. No, 50. That's a lot of points without your second best wide receiver. Give me the Steelers. Uh, give me the Packers to come to strike. Steelers will still obviously win the game. Steelers win this one outright. I just I have a week. I have a bad. Smith didn't even have a good game last week. I know. I just. And Green Bay can't put any points on the board. That quarterback is awful. Yeah. Awful. Colin, he's better than Colin Kaepernick is what Michael Carthy's telling you. I don't believe so. The last game, Houston at Baltimore. You're a mess. Ravens favored by eight. That's a big spread too. Come on. Houston's not that good though. I know. I don't think I don't think Baltimore puts up enough points to win by eight. Um, even though they did win twenty three by second I mean they didn't win by twenty three last week. Um no, I think Houston still has some pieces on that defense with Clowney and those boys. Um Jonathan Joseph out in the corner position. I don't think they're right. These are just two mediocre teams. I think they cover eight points. Oh, God. Tom Savage. Give me the Texans. Cover eight. 
Ravens won it outright. That's all I'm saying. Macklin can put up some points. Macklin's not on the Ravens. Yes, he is. Oh, I just wanted to do a testing. I was testing. Thank God. You think, oh, my God. You're actually thinking about it now. Are you second guessing No. Yourself? I have it on my fantasy oh, team. Gosh, all right. Hey. I was enjoying that. Hey. And that is our NFL Week 12 pick. Steven, God, I hate you. Uh, <sighs> let's get into some baseball oh, real God, quick. God. We have some baseball. To, we could, you know what? Before the baseball, the more important. So yeah, there's, the New York there's, a team, there's a team playing in New York right now, and it happens to be you know the I've had a rough morning. Okay? Happens to be the only team that people care about in this town. So let's talk about them. All right. Well, the Knicks are trying to go for the third straight win tonight against Toronto, who they lost against last week. Are they this playing? Game, is this game home? Are they playing Toronto again tonight? No, oh no! That no, they beat no. Oh, they're playing in Atlanta tonight. Or excuse Atlanta. me, no, it's in. It says MSG, but it says... That it's on MSG. Ah, see, you caught me on no, that. No, this game is in Atlanta. Okay. They defeated Toronto Wednesday, 108-100. to 100, And then they defeated the Clippers. Uh, the, oh, they're a mess right now. The they, Clippers are what? They're eight straight losses or something? Nine straight now? Are they that... Has it gotten that bad? I believe it has been, but it doesn't even matter. The Knicks are rolling right now. The Knicks are only a... No, this isn't right. It is. The Knicks are only a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Come on. I mean, come on. Who are we kidding ourselves? This whole team is – they can't, They have no one. They have Dennis Schroeder and literally nobody else. Um, Steven, right now the Knicks are the fifth seed. I don't think – I don't – And listen, they can lose two games and be outside of the playoffs. That doesn't matter to me right now. Um I'm trying to look at where the Clippers have had it's gotten that bad. I think it's eight games in a row. Uh, they eight were, or nine. They started off four and oh, that's incredible to me. But the Knicks have been unbelievable. They're getting production not only from Porzingis, but Nilakina. Yeah, Nilakina's played well. Uh Doug McDermott had an awesome game the other night against the Clippers. I, I've never seen a twenty eight to O run. Never in my I, I don't remember the last time I saw something like that. You probably would have to dig up something from the last decade of like the Yukon's women's basketball team. To find a run like that, I mean that it really is something, Steve. I mean, th- I haven't seen a, a mixed team like this. That's just like that. Cl- that they're clicking. Ennis Cantor, you know, even Jared Jack's been great. I mean, that's you know what Jared Jack. The, the problem in the off season, he's only averaging five points and however many assists, three assists, five oh five assists. Okay, but he's good off the bench. No, no, no. The, the thing is, the, the Knicks wanted to find a veteran point guard to help mentor. Nilakina and not put all the pressure on him to be the guy at the point guard position, the most important position uh, in, in the NBA. Jared Jack has done enough. Jared Jack is a professional. Jared Jack has had his his was actually pretty good in his heyday, um, but he's doing a real nice job. People hate. Listen, this is the thing about the Tim Hardaway Jr. contract, and I said even said on Twitter a couple weeks ago, he's not worth the contract. But you're gonna see this and. A lot now, Steve, and we started seeing it already. A lot of people who signed on the dotted line are not going to be worth their contract. Timothy Mozgov is one of the highest-paying centers in the freaking league. Mm-hmm. Timothy contract, I mean, Timothy Mozgov shouldn't be in the league. So, I think people hated the timing of it. People hated that they bid against themselves because he was a restricted free agent. But nonetheless, Tim Harvey Jr. has undoubtedly – you can you can throw in – Ennis Cantor has been their second best. You could say he's been their second best player, definitely their second best scoring source outside of Porzingis. No, absolutely. But even McDermott, McDermott's McDermott had a great game oh. the, the other day against the Clippers. No, he's been, listen. He has been great too. This trade for the Knicks that the Knicks got has been a W. Carmelo Anthony could go and win a championship with the Thunder. What What is OKC doing right now? They're just not playing well. No, and I think, and we saw this with the Heat a few years ago, and it took a while. It took 16 games. I remember they were 8-8. Eight eight. After they were 8-8, eight eight, um, they took off. Um, Oklahoma City has played 17 games. I mean, six, 16. Sorry, my math's off. Um, they, it took 16 games. They played 17. I think they're going to start clicking. Um, they did win the other night against the Golden State Warriors and that one, you know, some flares were uh some flares were shot out that night with K D and uh Russell Westbrook. K D was 
if I, if I could read lips correctly, he was calling him a pretty worse version of a wuss. Uh, I'll, I'll say that. Um, I see you do have the numbers, Stephen. How many points is uh, Melo averaging with the 20? 20 points. And hang on, let me see this right. One second. Forge, Paul George, 28 and 7. Um, or 5 with 6 assists. I mean, he's probably been the best. And then uh, Russell Westbrook, 27 and 8. I mean, he kind of was expected. And the problem is with them, Stephen, think about it. They give up Oladipo and Sabonis, who are playing really well for the Pacers, to get Paul George. They gave up Cantor and McDermott and a, a pick that's going to end up being a late first rounder to get Melo. So the bench is decimated. You know, you have guys like Andre Robeson and Steve, you know, Stephen Adams. They don't have that backup center anymore with Ennis Cantor. So, you know, that's what's going to happen. They need to adjust. I think at the end of the day, they'll be in the 4-5 seed. I don't think they can compare with the, compete with the Warriors. I don't think, I think the only team that can is Houston if him and Chris Paul get on the same track. So Stephen, I think this what this team told me the other night, and now we're back at the Knicks, they're going to be a playoff team, whether it's 7 or an 8 seed or even a 6 seed. In this, East, in, in this East, they're going to be a playoff team. Now, how about the other team? No, no, no. Don't. Why do we have to get into this? Why? Do you, do you think they're, no, just... they're, they're, they're nothing. They're nothing. I think D'Angelo Russell and Stephen has, is up on the next one. <laughs> I think D'Angelo Russell is going to be a good point guard for them for a long time. Uh, I, re- I Despite being um, – from that wretched school, none of us like to mention. Um, I think he's going to be a good. I think he just needed a change of scenery. Twenty, he's averaging twenty and five. Uh, that's the Angel Russell. He's he's having a pretty good year. I, I think he needed a change in scenery after that whole Nick Young thing happened um, with the whole video and you know, all right, just, that was a mess. But Knicks play tonight. They play against Atlanta. And if I told you a good team, what is the one thing a good team should always do? Think about it. Think, what are the good thing? What, what is one thing the Islanders, if you they want to be a good team, they should always do? I don't know. Come on, and think about it. They they go in to play the Sabers, or they go in to play win the games that they're supposed that's to win. There you go. I'm leading. I'm helping you. Out. There you go. They should if they want to be considered one a playoff team, they should go in there on a Friday, a day before you play in Houston. That's gonna be. I know, and if they could win that game, that would be impressive. Go in there and beat Atlanta like you're supposed to be. I mean, the last time they played was Thursday. You had two days off. Or the last time they played was uh, Wednesday. Was Wednesday. So you had two days off. They should be – this should win Steven. They don't have anything. I mean, when I say they don't have anything, I'm being serious. They have nothing. They're 3-15, and 15, and not 3-15 and 15 by accident. No, you're, you're right. And after that, they go on to uh, – they come home to play Trailblazers. Yeah, no, that's that's gonna be. I mean, Heat is Heat is another team. I mean, you, you should win that game. And they're, they're more talented than Atlanta. They got a Dragic, uh, you know, even though they're eight and nine, they have a, a Goran Dragic and a Hassan Whiteside. But Stephen, stop showing. You know, I, I was taking a better look at it. It's not that bad. I don't like it. Um, well, what I'm showing Arrow right here is the Rangers unveiled the. I was gonna make one more point, but go for it. No, no, go for no. Um, I just want to take out the. Because we're talking about if the Knicks make the playoffs or not, I want to take out the pretender. You know, we like to do our pretenders and contenders. That's early for that. Well, no, I, I mean there, there are certain teams that are like Milwaukee's outside of the playoffs right now. That's a solid lock team right there. That's a solid lock playoff team. Like Boston, you take Boston, Cleveland, Toronto, Washington, and Milwaukee. That's five. I think those five are absolutely one hundred percent making the postseason. Detroit, who's the second seed right now, I think. Okay, they'll be. I think they'll be in the back half of that playoff spot. You want to put Detroit in the six? I mean, there's three spots now between Detroit. I think uh, Philly's going to be there. Miami. I Miami, I think, will come up a little bit. And I think Indiana, with Bill Old Depot, keeps playing the way he's playing, and Miles Turner keeps playing, you know, developing the way he's been developing at that center position. I think that team could be an eight seed as well. So, um, but I. Yeah, I mean the bottom of the of the conference is the bottom of the conference. It is what it is. Atlanta, Chicago, Brooklyn. I think Orlando is finally coming out, and I think just they're a couple of years away. I do like them though, with um, Jonathan Isaac and Aaron Gordon and Nikolai Vucevic is is still there playing well. And Charlotte, any team that is a nice jersey, any team that has Dwight Howard is just not going to have success. We see we see in the pattern. So I think the Knicks can get as high as a six seed right now. They're the fifth. I don't know if that will stick. We'll see what happens with the Knicks. I'm, I'm, 
I've become more and more of a basketball fan. It's easy. You know what the thing is, though, Steve? It's easy to do so. There's no ball style. Melo was great. I loved Melo. I had nothing against I had a Carmelo Anthony t-shirt. <laughs> I was on the Melo bandwagon. Oh, boy. He was a ball stopper. Um, there was no, Now you're seeing more ball movement with this team. And Hornacek playing the way he, has, he wants to play. Steven, it was hard for you to be a Knicks fan last year because it's kind of like the Giants are with Ben McAdoo. They have the talent. They just don't respect your coach because – in- Right now, their coach – Yeah, well, in, in last year's case, they didn't respect the coach because the coach wasn't making the call. So it was like it was Phil Jackson. That's why they didn't respect him. He was a puppet. Now he's actually coaching the team. It's a young team. They're buying in. See, what they should be doing in free agency now, when they should have been doing with Scott Perry and what Steve Mills should be doing, Um, you play – you know, you're going to go to a different player. You play in the garden. Once a year, twice sometimes. You see how electric it is. The big shot will get the garden riled up. That that's obvious. Steven, when they play hard nosed defense and they push hard and they're gritty, that's what gets MSG bumping. And I've I've been dying to, I wanna to go to a Knicks game. Yeah, let's go. Can we? No, yeah, you got you know, now you're gonna see how I am at the Rangers. You know, it's expensive. Expensive. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. No, it's just MSG, Steve, and it's just the Knicks, and they're actually pretty good. So, yeah, no, that's that's what happens when, you know, you... you... I'll get it for you for Christmas. Oh, yeah. As long as you go with me. Oh, yeah, great. Um, You know, this is what happens when you, you're a good team, you know? It's not like they play in, I don't I don't know, Brooklyn, and they're okay, and they've been okay for a better, you know, a decade, and they that's all they've been, and tickets are 15 to $20. Steve, something you want to talk about? Yeah, no... As I was mentioning before, the Rangers and the Sabres unveiled unveiled their 2018 winter classic uniform. The Rangers are disgusting. Let me just say that. I don't like the big letters. I don't like the logo. I don't like that shield, the white shield, the I like that. red and it's white. It's terrible. From a distance, it didn't look good. I'm looking at it from afar. But the Sabres. This, oh, is, this is pretty, I got to say. This is beautiful. I might have to get one. I'm not going to lie. I They're gorgeous. I love this Roy, this blue they have on it with the the gold circle. It looks nice. It's, it's very classy. I'm still agitated about that game. As are you? Well, now I'm agitated because I was gonna go to I was gonna head to Buffalo with my buddy and go to the game, stay with him. But guess what? Their right. only home their their home game against the Rangers is at City Field. Yeah, that aggravated me. Are um, you going to that game? Uh, I don't know. I don't. It's on New Year's Day. I know. Um. Like, if it was a Yankee Stadium, uh, my brother and my dad have connections with their company. I wonder and what they tickets actually, they, are I mean, they, they, My dad sponsors the Yankees. So, uh, probably I'm curious what tickets are going for. Probably 300 That's how much it was for the stadium series with the uh, Rangers and the Islanders. So, um, you know, we would go to this game. And I, we went, and we actually, like, if it was a Yankee game, we would have had good seats. Um, What? Not that bad. I mean, to walk into City Field, but that's but that's where you want to be. I I see Promenade Outfield, five thirty two. Yeah, you, you want to be up there. You want to see the whole because ice. because I was lower and it just it was like I could see sort of, but I mean, like I know Andrew, Andrew from uh, our buddy Andrew was up top, so a lot better. And I sent me a picture, so a lot better than I did. And it says it's one sixty five to sit up top, so tickets may go down as. The day gets closer. I mean, it's gonna be freezing cold. Do people really want to go? Uh, and if you're not a hardcore fan, are you really gonna go? I don't. I don't know. I wouldn't spend one. I wouldn't spend that much on a ticket personally because, well, because I'm not you, a fan of either team. But I would go. I want to get that the experience. Islanders, did you pay one sixty five? In a heartbeat. Yeah, would you? Heartbeat. Mm. I want to get that experience though. And anyway, these jerseys are. You're not enough. You're not out enough Islanders yet, in my opinion. You don't think so? Um, I guess just because I look at it from a Rangers fan perspective, and you know, sometimes like I looked at yes, I looked at um. You know, the girlfriend still hasn't gone to a game yet. I do want to take her to the first game. I've had tickets offered to me, but then I'm not actually taking her to the game. Um, I saw Vancouver, 2 o'clock on a Sunday. I'm like, oh, it's a football Sunday. Who's going to want to go? Let me check out tickets. Like 80 bucks, cheapest one. I was hoping I'd get 60, 80 bucks. You know what my brother and my sister-in-law did, actually, the other night when, at Toronto when they are playing – or no, when they are playing Ottawa? They went – you know there's a sub-hub office in the city? Is there? Yeah, and you don't pay service fees when you, go, when you buy them from there. I didn't know that. Yeah, service fees for me, for the Rangers, 20 bucks, Extra 20 bucks. 
You see a sixty dollar ticket, you're only paying eighty. You but pay you're gonna have to pay a twenty dollar train ticket to get to the city so But you're already paying a twenty dollar twenty dollar train ticket to get there on top of the twenty dollar service fee, so it cancels each other out. Paying the ticket either way to get there, I don't I wouldn't drive into the city, I'd kill somebody. I would get out of my car and physically strangle people. Well, Seriously, I can't do it. That's the difference between you and me. I, I, I drove to the city. No, I get times. aggravated. I, I drove into the city of Boston, which is not as bad. Now I was about to, uh, oh, I was uh, about to run people over. We have five minutes left on the show. Something I want to get into is there haven't been any trades hey, Jim or signings really so far in the major league in MLB offseason. I, I saw our old buddy Chris Cotillo uh, tweet something out. It's like, well, John Jay might be the first free agent sign. Otani got Otani is available for he, he's gonna get posted, yeah. I think he's a Yankee. I do. Do um, you? Yeah, I think he you know, they have I think I'm here in Seattle. Yeah, you know what it was funny, Evan Roberts was talking about it the other day. And um, you know, we don't know. Otani could have you know, in Japan, Ichiro Suzuki could be absolutely praised. Um, so he might see that logo and just, you know, get funny feelings in his stomach and say, I wanna be a mariner like Ichiro was. Could I mean that would be a great. I mean, any, that'd be a great story, especially. I mean, Ichiro's still in the league. He's he still wants to keep playing. Someone's gonna sign him. Guy, guy can still play. He can still hit. He's good for a championship team. I'll say that. He's good as a fourth outfielder. Yeah, but you know, one of the bigger stories is Giancarlo Stanton, and I think he's the one piece. Once he gets traded, we're gonna get a a spree of trades and signings. Yeah, I and think... this is going to be the move that happens within the next two weeks. I know we were talking about the last show we had, who's the free agent signing, what's going to happen. I said it was going to be... Carlos Santana. Carlos Santana. I, I also that. said Wisconsin would be uh, ranked outside the top 10. Obviously, Michigan had to beat them, and that, that didn't happen. But I'm, I see an article here, MLB's five Black Friday trade ideas. Stanton to the Cardinals. Stanton already said that he does not want to be on the Cardinals. I'm not sure why. They're a great organization. They're always a winning team. He's a West Coast guy. You don't want to tell me that. Yeah, West he Coast is. Um, also, Chris Archer to I, the Cubs. I can I, see I can that see happening. happening. Um, Especially because Jake uh, Arrieta is a free agent. Yeah, and he's going to get his money. He's going to get his money. I just don't know if Chicago is going to give it to him. Then we have Christian Yelich, who you said off the air – why Yelich to the Dodgers? Why would the Marlins get rid of him? He's not owed that much money yeah, yet. Yet, well, that's he's the gonna thing. yet. <laughs> that's the thing. Um, if they trade him now, they can get a lot more from him. If they trade him, I, I don't. I'm not gonna lie to you and say I don't know his his contract situation. I see in the article written by Jim Duquette that he was a first round draft pick in 2010. Well, the yeah. Um, so I figured that you know his free agency is coming soon. Marlins already got one, did one trade. Derek Jeter already made one trade with the Yankees. They've traded Garrett Cooper yeah, to Garrett Cooper, but that doesn't count. Josh Donaldson to the Angels. He's owed a lot of money still, I believe. Do they have the pieces? The Angels? I mean, they could. Be, listen, the only problem I have with Cole this. Cole Calhoun. Um, under control through 2020. Now, the only problem I have with this, Steve, is they don't need more bats in the line. I mean, yeah, they can always use another bat in the line. They got to concentrate they on the start of rotation. Start of rotation. Start of rotation. Parker Bridwell is the number one starter for most of the year. That, I, that's why I could see them sounding like a Jake Arrieta. Yeah, I can see. Um, you know, or even an Alex Cobb. I heard the Yankees were connected with that name, Alex Cobb. So that's going to be interesting. I, I'm hearing he might be the first one off the board uh, in free agency. That, that would be very interesting. Um, but he's a guy I've wanted with the Mets for two years now. It's weird. And I just. It's just weird. It's a weird name. It's a warm. So, um, I would like this guy with the Mets. That was that was not going to happen. Um, any teams? Manny Machado to the Yankees. I don't. I don't see this happening. I think the Yankees. Listen, the Yankees said it, and I think Brian Cashman is actually serious. If we don't cut down salary now, when are we going to do it? No. So I think they're going to. And they have Stephen. The abundance of uh, prospects that they have is infielders: Glaber Torres, uh, Miguel Andujar. Um, they still have Didi, they still have Starling Castro, so I, I don't see this happening. Unless they want to trade Torres, which they've been very reluctant to do. And he, I don't know how much value he has right now anyway with we, this injury. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. We'll see, Steven. Steven, before we, we sign off today, um, you do know I, I have adopted my favorite college football team as Michigan over the past few years. Yes. Um, I do really suggest you watch you watch college football. I, I didn't. I thought there was no point to it like for years, but it really it's incredible. Um they're working on a, a lifetime contract with Jim Harbaugh. I want to get your take on, on if any coach should ever have a lifetime contract. 
No, definitely not. You can't. Well, he would have a big, big buy. I mean, I I would like it because I don't think you can't find a better coach than Jim Harbaugh. I think I like that from a loyalty standpoint, but other than that, money money wise, absolutely not. But wouldn't you just be more relaxed and be? Yeah, knowing what if something happens, something tragic but happens. The, but this is the thing. Since he's stepped on to Michigan Blue Field, Steve, it's been, well, if he doesn't win this year, it, he wasn't supposed to, this team wasn't supposed to be anywhere near where they are for another four years. Steven, in three years, nine wins, nine, ten wins, ten wins. Or he might have been about ten wins this year. I don't know. We'll hey, see what happens. Tomorrow, I... Michigan and Ohio State in the big house. You going to be watching? Come on, watch for me. I'll watch for you. 12 o'clock. Okay. Noon. Watch for me. All right. This is. I'm telling you, you want to get into this sport. You want to get into college football. Watch especially. Watch that game, all right? All right. Watch it on eyes. On a Black Friday, everyone be safe. People do not trample over anyone. Please do not. And in all seriousness, seriousness because people have gotten hurt and, and even died on uh, Black Friday. So please, everyone be, be safe. safe. Have a great week. Steven, you want to give a little uh, week prediction before, um, you, before we sign off? Now, it's another week now. You want to try to predict another free agency signing? I don't have any free. I, I, I do think John Carlos Stanton gets traded within this week. Though. Do you believe that? I do. I honestly do. Think this is where Stanton gets traded. I don't know where to. Probably not the Cardinals, but we'll have to see what happens. Let's see here. Um, I believe that um, it's not really bold. But I think the top four in college football right now, I'm going back to that. Um, two teams will be, uh, or, you know, in the top six, two teams will be removed from the top six. Um, so we'll see new, uh, two new teams in the top six next week. Everyone have a great week. Question and I, I-95 Sports Network.